0: Ramble.
1: We have another guest. Pretty Basic. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to yet another episode of Pretty Basic. This is the second to last for season two. How has season two been for you thus far? Uh, Rem season two has been a
0: whirlwind I feel like at the beginning of the year we had high hopes for this year you know some things came and went we had a lot of breakdowns um throughout the year and it's been crazy it's been a ride I feel like our we'll never forget (laughs) this year or uh season two (laughs) yes you know it felt so long yet so short all at the same time I know, but I am excited because this year we really implemented having guests, which this episode is with the last guest that we're going to have this season. Um, you may know her. She is Miss Natalie Merduena, also known as David's assistant or chief um, chief of staff, actually. She is yes. way more than just an assistant. I am so excited to talk to her and just get to know her more. I think a lot of people know the idea or image of her that's out there. But I really want to get to know what she does on a day to day. You like her. I know she's a boss ass bitch. Like I know. She just
1: oozes. Ew. Oozes. She just (laughs) like you know, I just feel like she's got it all together. She's so beautiful. She seems like she's such a smart girl. I don't know. I just find her very inspiring. I feel like she's got her life together and it makes me want to get my life together. So if you don't know who Natalie
0: is, definitely check her out and follow her because she is making some big moves, some big money moves. Like she is someone to watch in this industry. And if you're new to the podcast, don't forget to subscribe to Remy and I. And uh, yeah, let's, uh, should we just get into it? Let's just get into
1: it. I'm so excited. Roll the interview.
0: Okay, everyone. We have such an exciting guest today. I'm low-key fangirling. She is such a boss bitch, and I... I'm so excited to hear more about her, her story, like just her every day to day, her morning routine. Like
1: what was the last <laughs> thing she like listened to on Spotify? You know what I mean? I am such a fan of the vlogs. I just told her and I'm so excited to get to know her a little bit more on a personal level. People love listening to our like business segments. So when we found out that you wanted to go more about like investing in business and things like that, I feel like everyone's going to really love to hear this side of you and learn more about you from everything like that. So introducing. Introducing queen natalie
0: miss natalie (laughs) americana thanks guys thank you so much for being on pretty basic (laughs) um already told you this we love just like girl talk boss bitch energy and we're so excited to have you honestly i feel like you've probably done a handful of interviews and everyone really wants to like know the tea of, like, the next vlog that's coming out or, like, that kind of stuff, but I really want the listeners to get to know you on, like, such a different level. I also am so curious. I just want to hear, like... Well, first of all, let's do our few little, like, intro starter questions. We ask us these two questions. Well, one, (laughs) Loki, feel free to, like... (laughs) This first question yeah, like a little you can say awkward you don't know us. No, is we really just say? actually met for the first time. I did fo- <laughs> start following you on Instagram though. And I was like, oh my gosh, love this girl. What was like your first impression of us? Like, have you heard of Pretty Basic before? Were you like, oh my God, these girls want me to do this podcast? Um,
2: yeah, I saw that question. I was like, well, I haven't technically met them before. So I wonder how this is going to go. But, um, <laughs> But I, the way I know you, Alicia, is that your dog is dating my my friend's dog or something. (laughs) (laughs) And I was actually just with Joe Volpus, and he has a little, you know, funky-looking, sad Bobby dog. And I was with him last night, and he was like, you're doing Alicia's podcast tomorrow. I was like, yeah. And I was like, how do you – I was like, how do you know her? I knew knew you guys were friends, but I didn't know that it was through your dog's dating. (laughs) That's how you were friends.
0: Literally. Oh, my God. Well, long story short, we haven't even talked about it on this podcast, but randomly we get a DM from my on my dog's Instagram account, which Chloe never posts. She's like this Malshi, Maltese Shih Tzu, like love her to death. She's not the most photogenic thing. (laughs) So we really don't (laughs) post for her much. And Sad Bobby Slides in the DMs was like, yo, we should collab or something. And TK, Taylor King, actually was the one responding to the DMs. I am not that forward. So this convo goes crazy. They end up having a play date. Um, and that's how I met Joe. So that's hilarious. It's
1: really funny. You didn't mention, though, that through the DMs that the dogs were talking in the fir- like their first person. So it was like the yeah. dogs were having a conversation. <laughs>
0: It was like, oh, we should ditch our owners and go over to Beverly Hills and, like, (laughs) random shit like that. It was so funny. Oh, my God. I think that joke was going for a few weeks. Literally. Um, Like, Joe will do that. Like, I'll
2: be sitting in the same room with him and he'll DM me from his dog's account being like, hey, you want to go on a date later tonight? Like, as if it's the dog (laughs) asking me. It's so funny. It's so funny knowing
0: his personality now because, obviously, when we just got DMs, we were like, okay, either these people are, like, psycho or it's, like, they're hilarious. Like, we think they're joking, like, because we're joking that's hilarious oh my god um second question is a favorite what's your go-to drink it can be alcoholic or non-alcoholic
2: um my go-to drink is uh, alcoholic i can't even think of water as my non-alcoholic drink i feel like so. <laughs> um but a tequila with uh, a little splash of pineapple juice is my my go-to sounds good Ooh, any tequila in particular alcohol. um usually casamigos blanco that's mm. the way to go if I'm feeling fancy, yeah, be a little Don Julio 42. But that's if I'm ready. That's what <laughs> she's on right now.
1: We
0: love. We love. OK, let's dive into. I want like I would love the quickest explanation of how do you feel that you've like gotten here? Do you ever like wake up every day and you're just like, what am I doing here in L.A.? Like can we get for people who don't know your story and only know you as like David's assistant?
2: Can we that full story? Let's get into that. Um, so I think it's, I think it's officially been like three and a half years now, um, where I've been living in LA and, um, basically I grew up with my best friend. We grew up in this small town called Burton Hills in Chicago. And I don't know what it is about our town, but everybody is really close. Like from like, we grew up together, you know, from kindergarten all the way through high school. So you spend a lot of time, like your formative years together. So I guess that's probably why, but, um, I am so close with everybody from my high school (laughs) and, um, David being one of them, we grew up in this like townhome community. Our townhomes were literally like attached to each other. And, um, I remember, I think it was like, I think it was the sixth grade. I was walking home from school and he had must've, I think he had just moved into the neighborhood like two years prior, but I was like such a loner kid. I would literally go home from school and just like sit in my room all day all the other kids would like be playing outside and whatnot. But um, I remember walking home from school and there was always this like cooler group of kids that was walking behind me and they would walk slow and take their time, go to the park, you know, whatever. And I would just like beeline home. And
3: Mm -hmm. David was
2: in that group. And I remember one day after he was like, hey, you, why do you walk home so fast? And like, (laughs) I didn't turn around at first. I was like, so I was like, so embarrassed. I was like, why are these people talking to me? (laughs) And then I turned around and they were like, yeah, why? And they kept like yelling at me or whatever. And then from that day on, I walked home from school with them like every single day. And That's a really cute story. (laughs) Yeah, it's such a funny story. Um, Like literally, it feels like it's out of a movie sometimes, like the way that things like have transpired.
0: Oh, yeah, I love that. I'm really not that close to anyone from... My high school, I feel like it was kind of like a feeder school, so like, and also I commuted. I like lived thirty minutes away, so I'm so jealous of you having like that type of experience. Yeah,
2: it's really it's awesome. Um, and then, sure enough, we graduated from high school, and David, David was always like the class clown of sorts, and um, he decided that he he was going to go to try, he was going to try and go to school for one semester for college, and I went away and went to school. And then he was like, I remember we came home for winter break and he was like, I'm not going back. And he was going to California and I was like, you're insane. That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) That's never going to work. Whatever. Very doubtful. And then sure enough, four years later, I'm like getting ready to go into my senior year of college and David's like, hey, would you mind dropping out and being my assistant? (laughs) And I was like, in what fucking world am I going to be your assistant? Like, that is not my my calling in life. (laughs) And um, But I did it. And I actually came out to LA for two weeks prior to me agreeing to do it. And I helped him, like, decorate his home and things like that. And just, like, he wanted, you know, just to see what it was like. And I loved it. And we have so much fun. And now the rest is history. I've been here for three and a half years. And, like... My, I, I have no words. (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah. It's
1: like,
2: it's really, it's crazy. Yeah. I never would have imagined that this would have been it. I literally like, I, um, did an internship credit actually for my, my second uh, semester of senior year in college. I did a David Dobrik LSE internship to get my last two credits so that I could graduate. And it was literally me, oh, like, yeah. writing back to my advisor, being like, she did great this week. This is what she did. You know, whatever, <laughs> pretending to be <laughs> And, um, but then, and I, li- I thought I was going to be here for, like, a six-month internship. And I was like, there's no way that he can, like, actually sustain paying me. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I'm not, what am I going to do? I don't know. But I'll do it so I can be in LA for six, six months and just have fun. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and it ended up being so much more than that. And I'm still here. So. So you ended up finishing your senior year.
1: Yeah. Ah. Oh my God, that's cool. That, but you just did it remotely from LA then, correct?
2: Yeah, so I had like I had all my credits and I just needed two more to graduate and I somehow got my advisor to agree to letting me do it with David to get my last two credits. So. Good
1: for you, that's awesome. Oh
0: my God, that's dope. When did you have this moment? I'm assuming it was around this time of knowing about this world and this influencer industry and it's obviously changed so much even just the freaking last year with TikTok like blowing up I feel like it's changing so much but when did you have that or did you
2: even have that aha moment of oh my god like this is a thing (laughs) um I mean the first aha moment was when he said I can pay I can give you a salary because I was like how the how do you even have money to do that and um um I don't know I think when I got here because you know when I first started with him I was literally just like getting his Chipotle and you know picking up a prop for a bit some absurd thing right and then then it just kind of progressed into like oh we have a brand call today do you want to be on it and they're gonna pay him a hundred thousand dollars or whatever it is and I was just like what the what is this I have I had no idea that YouTube even monetized in the way that it did even though he doesn't monetize Mm -hmm. from YouTube he monetizes from other things but um you know, then then you know, I then I was introduced to the whole vlog squad friend group and all these people that are like making money off each other, making content with each other and like doing all these things and I was just like, whoa, this is a whole world that I've never even I mean, I would never. I'm from a small town in Chicago. How the heck would I even know anything yeah. about this? But um, yeah.
0: Oh my god. Let's talk about a stereotype real quick. I'm sure there's a lot of people that still think you're just running errands and like getting Chipotle and stuff. Is there like is there something you want to say to them is there even just something that you feel like people don't understand that you do now because I feel like you've you are not just getting coffee runs right right right.
2: (laughs) um yeah I think that's probably like one of my you know and that's a little on David too because he just for the sake of his to ease his vocabulary or lack thereof he just calls everybody an assistant (laughs) yeah because it's easier for him even though like we are all we all wear many hats And that's kind of like when you are a small business and especially run by David Dobrik, who, you know, is just very chaotic and all over the place. Everyone's doing all different sorts of things all the time. But, um, yeah, there are three assistants now. Um, I guess I refer to myself, we have Taylor who's, who is like his personal assistant and does like, you know, all the stuff I kind of used to do before, like, running his errands and like having food with him or making his tea in the morning whatever it might be um and then we have Ella who is like our producer essentially she helps like make all the content sends him like you know TikTok ideas or you know whatever it is and then we have myself that's more on like the business side that's like he's like you know I want to start a perfume and myself and his manager find people we interview with different companies we help figure out what the PR strategy is going to be and like you know, negotiate brand deals and Dispo, for example, we just, we just, um, are relaunching that app and he didn't know, like, you know, there's people constantly coming at him with opportunities and it's kind of my job to be like that floodgate. That's like, okay, this is something we should do. This is something that we should not do. And just like talking to all these people, like I'm on the phone literally all day or texting people all day long, um, so that's kind of my job. And it's definitely evolved. I'm not like getting his lunch. And if I was still doing that, I would not be here. I would have gotten a different job. <laughs> what did you initially go to college for?
1: Did you want to get involved in the business world of things?
2: Um, yes, yeah, so I always I mean the first year that I worked with David, I was never on camera or did anything like that. I was always just behind the scenes doing the little things. And it wasn't for because he didn't know either. He was just like, should I be putting this person on camera? I work with her. How is that boundary blurred? We get that, yeah. And um, but then a year into it, I was like in the background of all the content. People were like, who's that girl? What's she doing? You know. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so he started to put me in it more, and especially like we have we. Even though it was off camera, we have such, like, a strong friendship that people just love to see it and, like, years of history.
0: Now, obviously, being put on camera a little more, you have a following now. Yeah. Did you ever want that? Did you ever, like, freak out being like, I don't want this life, like... Do you prefer being more behind the scenes? Do you actually kind of like the fact that now you have a platform to talk to your fans because there are some stands out there including both of us? <laughs> well,
2: thank you guys. Um <laughs> but I it's funny because people don't really know this, but, you know, obviously David is like this social media superstar that he is. Um but back in high school, David and I always used to compete like who had the bigger who had more snapchats up who had the bigger twitter following and, oh my stuff. God, and i Dad. always had more than him i was always so much cooler than him <laughs> and how the tables have turned <laughs> um but i've always like i've always loved social media like in high school i was like the snapchat queen like i had stories up all day long oh, from like my every God. class like um but you know it, i never expected it on this level for sure like i just yeah. loved sharing with my friends and like feeling cool and doing cool shit you know
3: Okay, let's
0: talk about dispo. What is your role in that? Can you explain the the rebrand? Because rebranding is so much harder than I think anyone understands. Like they think, oh, you just put a different logo and it means something different. But in some ways, I think rebranding is harder than even launching something because you have to like change people's perspective of mm-hmm. what they think something is. So obviously, um, I know you're super hands-on with that. So like what's your day-to-day with that?
2: Yeah, so I actually... I now have an actual role at Dispo and it's, it's, it's actually really crazy. So last December we started this, we started this app called David's Disposable because he has that Instagram account where he posts our film pictures and whatnot. And, um, we were like, why don't we just have it on? Why don't we just make an app? Like screw it, whatever. did not think a single thing of it. We were like, this will be fun just to have for like ourselves. And then it started getting millions of downloads and we were like, okay, people actually like this. And, um, we had a friend who had always – he had been in our lives for, like, several years. His name's Dan Liss, and he's now the CEO of Dispo. And he – we didn't really ever have a – we are always so vlog-heavy. And this past year, obviously, we've had a chance to slow down and, like, take on other opportunities that we wouldn't otherwise. And Dispo being one of them. And he came to us, and he was like, I see so much potential in this. Let me, like – let me take this over and – you know, make it this crazy tech thing, and, and you know, he has so many imagine. You know, he's he's if you ever meet him, he will he hypes everything up to a T. Like he, yeah, he's got a crazy imagination. But now, as of late, I just um, I just became the head of brand at Dispo, which is really cool. Oh my god! Okay,
0: congrats! That's huge. That's amazing. I don't think people realize like. That's so cool. <laughs> Thanks.
2: I mean, I never thought that I'd ever be involved in a tech company or a social media company ever, but I'm really excited for the opportunity. And I think that it made sense because we want, like, we want it to um, be like a Dobrik approved thing because everything that David does is like usually turns out pretty well. And if mm-hmm. there's anybody that knows him better than he probably knows himself it's me (laughs) yeah which I think that's why you
0: guys work so well together you have that trust like you you know you've been there from day
2: one and stuff yeah yeah for sure and um so it's it's been fun I mean we've been trying to or obviously like we rebranded from David's Disposable to Dispo over the summer and um hopefully in mid you know, coming up in mid-January, we'll be releasing this rebrand with, like, new logos and completely new vibe. I don't even know what I'm allowed to say and not say. So I'm like, I don't really know. Like you're <laughs> so good. You're so
1: good. <laughs> What's your day-to-day being head of brand for a huge company like that?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of – I have a lot of existing brand relationships just because of what I do naturally with David. Um, so it's a lot right now of just kind of planting the seed in people's ears because, like, we want to have these brand partnerships or collaborations with cool companies, um, like the Mad Happies and Chinatown markets of the world, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. It's really exciting. The opportunity is definitely there. Whether or not we make it as epic and awesome is the next, you know, that's the big thing. Like, who knows? Um, but we'll see. I'm really excited about it. And um, yeah, it'll be cool.
0: What's it like? I mean, did you ever think you'd be in a situation where you have people an investor is literally throwing millions of dollars at you
2: like how does that feel it's a funny thing because like the investor how do you act
0: chill (laughs) (laughs) like how are you like oh yeah that's that's enough you know
2: the going through like investment rounds and whatnot is like the most bizarre thing just like you're talking to these people that have these funds of you know hundreds of millions or billions of dollars whatever it is and it's like all they do all day is just throw millions of dollars at different brands and just cross. So they just pray that it works. And I'm like, how the, <laughs> how is that possible? But you know, sometimes they, it does work and it turns out to be a billion dollar company. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a really crazy thing. And we took, we, we did calls for probably like three weeks where Dan came over and we were doing zoom calls all day, just talking to different investors. And thank God, honestly, the, the one that we really wanted was Alexis Ohanian. And he's the, he's the founder of Reddit and he if anybody knows like the social media tech anything he's so well connected like he he's just great and his he's very uh he gets along with us like we having us having somebody that's like in a suit and tie and super snobby and stuck up that's never going to work for us we need somebody that's kind of like flexible and understands the space and he is that guy for sure um and yeah and he ended up giving us four million dollars which is so crazy (laughs) oh my god (laughs) That's
1: insane. Rem, I don't know about you,
0: but, like, I actually really, as an influencer, like, not even – if I didn't even know David, you, Vlog Squad, like, Dispo at all, like, even just as a creator with the apps on my phone, I feel like there is such – something missing when it comes to an app for, like, editing or even sharing, like, seeing how, like – like, I literally – I literally could see – if Instagram keeps going the way that it's going where everyone's just like so mad that there's like not chronological or it's all just like the shopping ad, I feel like there's actually a huge opening in the market for a new app to kind of come in. So like I actually really could see it doing so well. I don't even know exactly like what you guys are doing with it, but just from the creator side, I do feel like there's like an opening and the last time I thought that freaking TikTok
1: blew up and I was just like damn it I should have been on that sooner <laughs> I could have been Charlie I have a random question I I from the outsp- outsider's point of view I feel like everything that I'm sure there's so much stuff that goes on that like obviously we don't see but it looks like everything that David does touch everything that David touches turns to gold <laughs> So that's what it looks like to us. So for you, when you're obviously going through the behind the scenes kind of stuff, do you guys like have that in mind and you kind of just like live and let live? Or are you actually worried about things? And like, I feel like almost more worried about things not doing well.
2: Yeah, I think, um, I mean, David's a very, very particular person. We were actually just joking about this the other day because uh, last night, actually. So we just got the Christmas tree in the house. And David, David is funny because he'll be like, hey, do you want – he'll, like, turn to his friend Jason and be like, hey, do you want to make a YouTube video, like, decorating my house for Christmas? But, like, somebody just does it for him, right, so that he can just have the Christmas decorations. But somebody else gets a YouTube video out of it. But, like, then he gets his house decorated. <laughs> so yesterday Jason and I went to the storage unit, got all the Christmas stuff out – and um, bought a tree and everything. Jason was decorating it, and he was like, Natalie, this looks terrible. And I was like, no, Jason, trust me. Like, he wants the cheesiest, tackiest-looking Christmas tree ever. Like, that's what he – like, something straight out of freaking like, Whoville or something. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it was. And he was like – and, you know, it's so funny because, like, David will have tastes like that where he'll want something super tacky, you know, cheesy, ball or whatever, and then he'll also have the other end of the spectrum where, like, it's like, I want something – you know, like the house, for example, or his Tesla, like super clean and modern and like, but every single thing that he does has a very like specific, there's a very specific way that he likes it done, whether it's like the food that he eats or the Christmas tree that he buys or, you know, whatever. And it's literally just knowing that, like knowing how he operates. So when these different projects do come to us, it is, I mean, kind of my job to be able to be like, oh, he's not going to like, even just meeting the people too, like on a Zoom call, like I'll know if, if these people want to get into like a year long brand partnership or something, you can just get the vibe and he's very specific. So it's like, if you're going to work well together or not, it's, it's just knowing what he likes and what he doesn't like and and being able to like weave through all that and then figure out the projects that are actually going to be successful for him. I feel like a lot of it
0: too, is like vibes. And it's so hard to like nail, like, certain projects may not work and it may be a great idea but if you're just like nah like I'm not into it that's all you need like and that's what's so weird what would you have to say to like I'm sure you've had so many people even DM you being like I want your job or like hey like not even David but for someone else like the next influencer like they want to do what you do what's something that you think what's
2: something you would tell them um I mean I think there's also especially with the vlogs and like the way that our life is like curated so perfectly online and even like you guys are like, is everything just turned to gold? Like, no, (laughs) no, not at all. It's like, I mean, I think David and I get into an argument like two or three times a day, you know, like we still obviously love each other at the end of the day, but it's definitely like, it's, it's, it's not all roses and rainbows. That is for sure. And like with any person, it's not like, you're not going to have the best day every single day. You know, it's like, some days you're really excited to, like, be on the internet and, like, be putting out great content. Then other days you're getting shit out on the internet and you're like, fuck this. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is so, you know, whatever. And I think that that's – and especially with me, like, I you know, I consequently have this following. But I'm also, like, running his business and trying to, like, you know, do my job. I'm not just, a, you know, an influencer. And people I think forget that sometimes and I think that they see like oh yeah. she has these brand deals and she has this great life and this amazing boyfriend and this amazing job and all these things and it's like I'm so grateful for what I do have and I have the most amazing life ever period but there are times where it's just like ugh, you know it's not always it's not always like the best days of days of course but that's expected with anything yeah I like.
1: yeah and you can't just like turn it off or make it stop in any way Didn't just drop everything to become an influence, even though we do influencing full time. I think it's great. And so it's, it's so inspiring to see Both you of us drop out of things. college. <laughs> no, later, yeah, we both dropped out of college. And I found that out. like, that's so cool. And I think it's also really interesting. I heard that you're really into investing too. I think that you're doing such a great job at being such a, an inspiration to so many people. I feel like you have so much going on for you and you make it look so easy. You just make it look like you've got all your shit together, which is really cool. But I'm learning more about investing. And so I want to know like what you're investing in and kind of like what sparked the idea of investing in everything for you. Yeah. I mean,
2: I would say that I think investing is important, but I, I think that it's also super boring depending on like how you're investing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I mean just this year, like I'm definitely not a professional by any means, but I just started getting into it. So I feel like I can give like some amateur insight. Um, but and obviously, and I, I'm in a completely different position where I have like David Dobrik and people wanting to give him millions of dollars, and it's just like this very unique situation. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I just started doing. Um, I just started like literally investing. Like I got an E Trade account this year, and I'm investing in like companies that I know and love, and I know that are going to be successful in the future, and making long term investments like. I know a lot of people love to see, you know, the Tesla stock, for example, goes up and down, up and down. Oh, yeah. And it's like super volatile, but can also give you like a super high reward. And I know a lot of friends, especially like in our friend group that will dump money into it. And then it's just like, it's this whole battle of like, is it going to go up? Is it going to go down? Is it going to go up? Is it going to go down? Yeah. And I feel like my strategy when investing is like investing in companies that I know are going to be good for the long term, Like today actually, Airbnb, I haven't even looked into it because we've been here, but um, um, Airbnb just IPO'd and they went public for the first time. And Airbnb, of course, it's like a $40 billion company or something like that. And it's obviously everybody uses it. You can now publicly invest in it. And I was like, I was reading all these different things about, should I invest like right now before it like, you know, hits the market, you know, tomorrow and whatnot, or should I wait and see like how it plays out? And it is such like, It's so stressful. Like investing is so stressful. But did you know much about investing
0: before um, being in this world? Like, is this something you had to learn? Because for instance, both of us, this is something new. We've really had to like learn. I know I'm in the same boat
2: completely. I mean, I had no idea. I honestly like our friend Dan, that is the CEO of Dispo. He has been he's a super intelligent guy and he has been really helpful, like you know, aside from, you know, his CEO thing that he's doing, like he's actually a good friend yeah. and knows the world and knows so many people and has been really helpful and insightful. And even with me, like he has um, so many different friend connections and whatnot that are starting new apps. And he's like, hey, he'll send me an email and be like, hey, my friend's doing this app. Would you want to talk to them? Maybe become like an investor or equity or, you know, whatever. And I was like, I didn't even know that world existed, you know. And now I'm like, oh, like that is where that's where the real money is, you know, like that's where. Yeah. It's all that.
0: It's nice having someone you can trust. I think that would even be my biggest advice to anyone listening who wants to get into investing is like having someone who you can ask those questions and trust them. Because obviously like putting in a lot of money into something that you have no idea if it's going to do well. I mean, even when you look at the stocks and they go up and down like that's so – I don't know. It's just so scary when you like put so much of your, you know, investment into it. Um, Speaking of like investing and just like ownership and that like kind of stuff, you were recently gifted something. Oh God. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That was so
2: cool. (laughs) Yeah. David is crazy. Um, Does anything even surprise you anymore? No, that surprised me for sure. I I, honest (laughs) to God thought that he was like, I did not expect a gift from him at all for this you know I've already he already got me a car for my other birthday and a second car for my last birthday and like you know that was my the car he got me a baby blue bronco for my last my last birthday and that was like my dream and I was like you've already given me my dream
1: (laughs) there's nothing left anymore after this
2: (laughs) literally and I was like how could there be because like I don't even know how you would top that my dream gift and he is somebody that like he needs to get you the best or exactly what you want so that it's perfect for, like, two weeks, we scheduled this meeting with with Alexis. It was actually with Alexis Ohanian, our investor. And I've never met him yet okay. because everything has happened during the pandemic. He was supposedly in L.A., downtown, taking meetings and whatnot. And we were going to go have a meeting with him and finally meet him for the first time. So I was, like, super excited. And I think I'm actually wearing the same shirt that I wore in <laughs> when he, when I got my birthday gift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> um, but I was so excited. And then halfway through... But things were, like, a little off. Like, I, yeah, it was a little confusing. But halfway through, we were driving on the 101, and David was, like, started filming me. And I thought he was, like, going to do a funny Instagram story or whatever. Like, I don't know. And I don't know why I did not think anything of what was happening. But I never do. I don't know why. And then he was, like, so, Natalie, like, we're not going to the meeting. We're going to your birthday gift. And it did not even process. And you can, like, see in the TikTok where I'm, like, ha-ha. And then I'm, like, wait. You know, like, my whole, like, <laughs> demeanor changes. Yeah. And, um... And then, uh, he was like, and I was like, Dan Liss, uh, you know, is involved in my birthday yeah. surprise. Like, how the heck is that? Uh, what the, like, how, what did you possibly get me? And, um, I was very confused and then he blindfolded me and he was like, stop guessing, stop guessing. Like you're going to, if you keep guessing, you're going to get it. And I was like, and I was trying to think of, then I started thinking of like obvious things. I was like, yeah. Things you maybe had talked about or something uh, like, yeah. Um, yeah. My favorite artist is Halsey, and she had just – she just came out with a um, poetry book and stuff, and she sent me a PR package, and I was so excited about it, and I posted about it, and whenever, like, I was, like, so – even I know it wasn't directly from her per se, but I was, like, still excited. It was. Take no, it. we can say it. it was. We can say it was. <laughs> I found out, and I was, like – I was just so wrapped up in the fact that she gave me the gift that I didn't realize that she had, like – she reposted my story onto her story and had followed me. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I was – didn't even know and then D- david checked it or whatever and then he filmed my he was like wait natalie you know she follows you right and i was like freaking out and i had no idea <laughs> but so and then my mind was like okay that happened last week and she's like you know I, i'm i love her maybe that's oh what god. it is maybe you're
0: meeting her like something yeah oh my god your own concert
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> um And we were going downtown. So I was like, I feel like artists, like there's recording studios. I don't know. My mind was going to a million different places. (laughs) And then we pull up and I'm like blindfolded and doing, you know, going through this thing. And then we walk onto like a field and he's like, we got to cross this field. And I was like, this field. (laughs) I was like, very confused. And then I took the blindfold off and I was in complete confusion. I didn't even understand. Like I saw my name on the Jumbotron and I was just like, I have no idea what's going on.
0: Oh my God.
2: (laughs) And then it said like, it was like Natalie Maraduena, proud owner of Angel City. And I was like, oh my God, like what is this? (laughs) And um, yeah, and I was, and then after I like went, you know, realized what everything was, I was like, how in the world would you have thought that I would have guessed this? Like, Because in the car, he was like, "You're definitely gonna get it," and I was like, (laughs) "You're insane." Was that
0: like a was that to confuse you more, or was he genuinely
2: concerned you were gonna get it? No, he genuinely thought that I like knew what was happening the whole time. Like he thought I knew that I was going (laughs) to my birthday gift and stuff. Like he thought I was in on everything that I knew it. That's so cute. Um, I saw the TikTok. I was like, "Oh, I didn't know she was like a big soccer fan. I had no idea." I know. It's like, well, I mean, I obviously dropped it as soon as they moved here, but. I played in college. I played, like, my whole life, so.
1: I think it's also cool that, obviously, it's, like, the first women's team coming to L.A., and I feel like, also, just, like, segueing into the next topic, you are so... I feel like you're so body positive without actually, like, pushing it too much. Do Do you know what I mean? Like, you're not talking about it all the time. I feel like a lot of girls, and, like, including me, like, I'll see you, and I'm just, like, you look so confident just in yourself, and I feel like that within itself is the ultimate idea of body positivity and just like loving who you are like your tiktok just watching you dance and things like you just look so happy and just like it, it i really mean oh it makes me happy so i feel like did you did you even like mean to how do i phrase this not like i guess just like did you do you understand like do you realize like how much of an
2: inspiration for other girls that you are just being you um it's funny because like i feel like people say this to me like even like my friends will be like It's this crazy that you do this. And like, look at these people. Like even like back, you know, pre-pandemic days, like we would um we would do these merch pop-ups like in different cities around the US and like thousands of kids, which I mean, you know, it was obviously David's pop-up, so like thousands of people showed up for him, but then those people would also scream my name. And I remember the first pop-up that we did was in New York. And we like closed down Broadway. It was just like mass chaos. There Were so many kids, and they were all just screaming. And we were inside the building, but we was still like ear piercing. And um, there was a back alley to the building, and we crawled out the window onto the fire escape. And we just like because for security purposes, like we couldn't just go out into the crowd. Yeah. And um, we went onto the fire escape, and it was like it was like deafening people screaming, and then they were like chanting David's name and then my name, and then everybody's name. It was just like it was like That's the most insane. surreal experience ever. And we had never done anything like that with a large group, like getting, gathering a large group of fans outside of, we've done shows. We did like the, you know, podcast tour and whatnot, but those were like a thousand kids and it was a little more controlled, but, um, um, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say no, because like, I do have a following and you know, I understand that of course, but it is so crazy. Cause like, I mean, that makes me happy that people think that, that like, that I portray this body, po- of course. And of course I want to, and i I love my body. I love who I am. I'm definitely confident in that. And um, I don't know. I mean, I it's kind of crazy to be like a role model because I don't really feel that way. I'm just kind of like... It's just, it's crazy because I think most influencers obviously are
0: so happy that people look up to us in different ways for different reasons. But when you first start out doing it, it is more of a like, oh, I want to make videos or oh, I want to... Like, I feel like I haven't really met someone who like... I don't know. I feel like the mission usually comes after you just like do your content creation and stuff. So I feel like a lot of people have that same reaction of like, oh, I I never meant to be a role model, but that happened and I'm happy. But like, it's a weird feeling because when I think of a role model, I think of myself watching Lizzie McGuire growing up being like, she's my role model. So it's like, it's such a weird feeling for people to think that about you when you kind of stumbled into something. I think, you know, for all of us getting into this world when we did, it wasn't a huge thing. And now it's like, oh my God, I couldn't even do that if I tried. Like it's so specific, you know? So yeah, I think when I think of role model, I think of Hilary Duff herself. Um, so it's it's kind of weird. It's it's definitely weird hearing
3: that. Welding instructor, Alex DeClaire, knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know, I love Skims underwear. So I finally tried their bras and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over seventy-five dollars. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.
0: Is it hard for you? I know, Rem and I have had our own like struggles, which we've talked about in the podcast. But like being in LA and being around a whole bunch of really gorgeous people, really gorgeous girls. Like you could, we we always say you could be like a 10 and freaking like Nebraska. And then you come to LA and you feel
2: like a two, like it is just soft so two. <laughs> weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I feel like all of our friends are so like, you know, models or whoever they are, I feel like are so accepting and like nice. Like my, 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 I love her to death. Charlotte D'Alessio. We've done a bunch of stuff with David, did a whole perfume campaign with her and she is, like, she is a, such a sweetheart. And she's honestly one of the most beautiful people I think I know inside and out. And it's so funny because, like, all those – everybody has their own insecurities, right? And nobody thinks that mm-hmm. they're the most beautiful person in the world. Like, even, like, like Charlotte or Madison Beer, like, they don't think that they're the most beautiful person, you know? Yeah. And, um, Even though the rest of the world does. <laughs> yeah. Um, but those people, like, you know, they – I don't know it's it's beauty's all relative They're or just subjective people. yeah you know? so it's like completely everybody everyone sees their own flaws too so it's kind of it's kind of tough but you know I never feel I never feel like I don't know I never feel weird
0: I love 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 that I think a huge part to not like comparing yourself Um, at least that we've found is really just having like a good ass group of people around you, like having like good friends who aren't comparing themselves to you, like having people who, like you said, everyone has insecurities and, um, you know, for the grass is always greener. I think that's something that we always talk about. Um, is there any, like any fashion models or anyone who you like look up to as far as like, Oh my God, like I love your style. Like, or do you just, um, (laughs)
2: let's see I like try to have as much style as possible but I feel like on a daily basis I'm like always in like you know sweatpants and a shirt Literally, same, uh, same. Well, I mean also pandemic like um but I try to be like I try to be stylish um let's see my style icons I mean I love like I love like the model off-duty look so like When, like, Kendall or, like, Hailey Bieber are just, like, chilling, shopping or whatever. Like, those looks are, like, in jeans and a cute top or something. Like, that's that's what I, like, aspire. That's what I love. Because it's, like, you look really great, but you're not trying too hard, you know?
0: Yes. Yes. I think pandemic has taught us all that sweatpants are a forever staple. So I'm with (laughs) you on that.
1: Also curious, you have a, I would say, like, a decently public relationship Mm. going on. How has that been for you? Did you want it to be as public as it is? Would you like it to be, I don't know, even
2: more public, I guess, in a way? Um, I mean, I never in a million years thought I would ever date Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Here I, am.
1: I, I love, love that. it, though. <laughs> I loved watching it all unfold. I thought it was so cute. <laughs>
2: Thanks. Um, but I feel like we do, like, I feel like we're not, we are public, obviously, because, like, we both have followings and whatnot, and we're like a part of the vlog crew and everything. Um, but I also feel like we're very like not public at the same time. Like we're not like super. Yeah. In, you know we're we're always together. Like we're, I'm I'm with him every day, <laughs> but like people don't You're really know blogs. that. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's like I mean that whole thing is like such a funny story. <laughs> like, I please love do tell. That I want to know. So yeah. Um. I mean. I always thought Todd was, like, the cutest of the entire group. But, like, I never, I never, I never wanted to go. for I was never going to go for any of them. And um, I don't even really know how it started. It started, like, in 20, like, in fall of 2019. And he, we would just, like, jokingly, like, I don't even. I don't know. I don't even know how it began. But we I were was just like gonna jokingly. Say, it probably and, like,
0: started as like a joke and or like a bit or something. And then you're like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh my god, you're really cute. <laughs>
2: um, it started as like, but nobody even knew. Nobody even. I don't even think people knew that we were like texting each other or like had our number. Like most, our friends did not know. But we would like text oh each other god. jokingly. Like, and he likes to go out a lot. I also like to go out a lot. So like, we would always like. We would always be at like the after parties and the clubs and stuff, like together. Like, me, him, and Zane would always be the ones out together. Yeah, (laughs) lives of the party. (laughs) And I don't know what's like, I'm such a weirdo when it comes to partying because, like, we'll have, we used to have people over all the time because, like, we were vlogging. Yeah. And we would literally have people here over till like five or six in the morning. And I'm always the person, like, I have to beat up, like, I'm not even, like, you know, super drunk or anything, but I'm just, like, talking to people, and, like, I'm always, yeah. like, the last one, and, like, before, when everyone leaves, and, like, David will go to bed at, like, midnight, and then I'll be, like, out, like, talking to everybody until, like, 5 in the morning. <laughs> um, so then I think that we, it started out, like, we were just, like, making plans to, like, go hang out or whatever, like, you know, go out, and then I got, we got taken, like, we took it out of the group chat and, like, just started, talking like, texting each other, yeah, and, I I don't know, we just started, like, really flirtily texting each other, but never, like, in person, like, I would not even, like, I was always working, so I would never even, like, acknowledge, like, that he was there or, like, worry about him being there. And like.
0: Honestly, he probably,
2: like, that probably drove him crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what got him hooked, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but then things started to, like, pick up, and, like, I think, like, I think in, like, early January, like, we, like, kissed for the first time, like, We were hanging out here after a party, and everyone had gone home, and we were, like, talking whatever out by, like, our fire pit. And then, like, he kissed me for the first time. It's
0: crazy.
2: (laughs) My single self is
0: loving this. I mean,
2: he had tried to before, but I was like, no, no, we, like, cannot do this. This is forbidden.
0: (laughs) Oh, my um, God.
2: Anyway, so then he kissed me, and then I was like, oh, shit. Like, I feel like something's about to happen here. Like I don't know if this is, like... I don't know, you know? And, like, I knew that everyone was going to make fun of us for, like, being together, yeah. you know?
0: Like, what was that like? I mean, that and then mixing work and business or work and business, personal and business. I feel like even Rem has a public relationship, too. And, like, that, it can just, it's so scary. Like, I can't, I
1: feel like, I don't, I'm, oh, my God. I'm loving this, though. So my single self is like, oh, my God, I miss this. <laughs> it sounds like a movie. And that's it, crazy It's a relationship then has been in a pandemic.
2: Yeah, like, it's like, all yeah. been pandemic,
1: which is a little but then like you're like, you're like good for a long time.: No, no, you're like you guys are solid now.:
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I feel like with
1: having like a lot of people invested, they I've learned recently like people really they just like they think of you almost like as a character sometimes, like they're really invested and they like make all these things up sometimes, which is so funny. Do you find that a lot, too? Oh,
2: 100% like there's people there's so many I mean there's so many uh like daddily shippers that want David and I to be together and oh, they hate the tattily shippers that like want Todd and I to be together and like, they will go at it in the comments or like when they make their like you know fan content and whatnot it's so funny
0: oh my god it's so funny They're when invested. you finally take a few steps back and realize like one person probably has a fan page for both of them. Do you know what I mean? Like like it's so easy to I don't know. I feel like that's I, I can't imagine I've never had a public relationship in any way. So I feel like that
2: would be really hard. And then I then it got like really public because he was texting me one night and he was like he was drinking or whatever and he was texting me. He's like, come where are you? Like I miss you. Come be with me. Blah blah blah. Like sent me like like the whole screen was just filled with the texts. And then Ali messaged back. I was like, you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I screenshotted it and showed it to David the next day. And he's like, oh, my God. Like, we have to put this on a billboard on Melrose. Oh, right. <laughs> um, I forgot about that. And then we did. And he was in, like, he was in Boston for, I don't know what he was doing. Maybe he was doing a show or something. But he was in Boston. And I texted him. And he, he I love hockey. He loves hockey. And the mm-hmm. LA Kings and Anaheim Ducks were playing each other that night. And he's a huge Ducks fan. And just, like, everything – I don't know how, but when the vlog was happening, like, things just, like, fell into place perfectly. And I have no idea how. Oh, my God. But so, Todd had been, like, wanting to take me on a date for a long time. And I kept telling him, no, 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 whatever. And so that's where I kind of felt bad because I was, like, tricking him into this, like, first date or whatever that he, like, actually wanted to go <laughs> on with me. But I was, like, doing it for the vlog. It's yeah. kind of fucked yeah. up. But whatever. <laughs> and, it's all um, part of the job. But he was in Boston. And I was like, hey, the Ducks and the Kings are playing tomorrow night. Do you want to go to the game with me? And he's like, yeah, but I'm in Boston. I was like, okay. So, like, you don't want to go? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking so many notes. I'm like, got it. <laughs> and he literally like got on a connecting flight for like eight hours and flew back to LA to go on the date up. with me. And um,
0: damn. But so I picked him up. Okay, from- <laughs> sorry, ladies. Anyone listening, do not accept the bare minimum when there are men out there who are willing to fly across the country for you. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> hey, yeah, this is crazy. But he was really trying to make a point, which he definitely did. Um. And so I picked him up from the airport and I brought him to the billboard that had his text on it because that was like the whole thing. Like I was getting him back here to like see the text on the billboard and he like freaked out. It was really funny. And we ended up going on the date later that night and that was like our first date. Um, that's iconic. Yeah. It's just a really funny story. That's adorable. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> I feel like your whole life is a movie. I
0: know. Literally. That's, I know.
2: It, it feels like that. <laughs>
0: Obviously, you don't have a YouTube channel, but have you ever considered it? I feel like
2: you'd be so good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like being a YouTuber is really tough. Like, it's more than just, you know, putting up a video or, like, like yeah. it's, as much as, like, vlogging is, like, just vlogging your life, like, you want to put up good content, you know? So, like, you want to mm-hmm. do interesting things and, like, having to – and, like, have fun and make the content engaging and – I definitely do not have time for that right now because I'm just doing so many other things with David. And I, like, as much as I would, like, you know, I I love talking and, like, sharing about my life, but I also think that, like, I also love just, like, doing David's vlog and, like, supporting David's vlog and, like, being a part of that more than anything. And that is, like, a full-time job (laughs) in and of itself. (laughs) Yeah. But he makes, like, I mean, he makes the best content, like, unlike anybody else that I know. So, like, being a part of that is so much more fun and like rewarding to me than me doing like vlogs or YouTubing my own stuff
0: yeah do you feel like just the break this year has even been nice for you to like be able to focus on like bigger projects
2: yeah totally I mean we've had so much more I mean people like he came out with this perfume earlier this year which we've been working on for a while but we kept pushing it back and back and back because we were just too busy to like focus on it and um but we were able to now that we had so much more time we were like oh my gosh okay now we have downtime like let's let's do all these projects like let's talk to these people that we want to make a tv show with let's talk to the perfume yeah. make the perfume and like let's make more cool merch <laughs> excuse me <laughs> and um it has like allowed us as, as shitty as it's been because we're not making blogs, and like we really wish we were because it was like the best best of times um it has been really rewarding in other regards because we are able to do so many other things that we just don't have time for when we're vlogging. Because and that's another thing, like, I feel like people don't understand. Like, even when I talk to people they're like, so who films it? Who edits it? Who is telling you guys what bits to do? And I'm like, it's David. Like David literally, he wakes up in the morning and like has a dream about this epic bit or whatever. Cause that's what he <laughs> would do. He would eat, sleep, breathe the, blo- the blogs and he'd be like, we need to get this now today. And we need to get it done. And we need to, blah, 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 you know, whatever. <laughs> and insane. we would just do it. And it was just like this like constant machine of just like cranking out content. And then he would film it and then he would edit it till five in the morning. And then we'd wake up at 10 and do it all over again. And it was just like, Crazy, but really fun. Craziness. It sounds like so much fun,
1: but exhausting. I could imagine him being like, Natalie, I need tigers today. Like, I need two tigers by, like, 12 p.m. Get them here. And you're like, okay.
2: Yeah, literally. Exactly.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thank you so much for doing this with us. Is there anything you specifically have coming up or that you want to shout out, like, pimp yourself out? Um, any any tea for the the Natalie stands?
2: Tea? <laughs> <laughs> um oh uh, well it's not really tea but <laughs> it's not that interesting i mean i have my merch um which no, oh my god fan joy amazing it's so
1: cute and the promo you did was so perfect for it after i saw that i was like damn yeah. it that's so good <laughs>
2: thank you um yeah i have my merch dispo's coming out in january there's gonna be a lot of really fun cool things going on there um we actually have a really fun thing dropping today which is this I didn't get to talk about this and the idea, whatever. nobody even actually knows about it, but it's called the hundred thousand dollar puzzle. Oh my Ooh. God. <laughs> Wait, please explain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like, what? How did you miss this? <laughs> like, it? It drops in 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, it's a hundred thousand dollar puzzle. David made it. And it's basically like, it's this little puzzle box. You get it. It's like 30 bucks, I think. And you put it together, and all the, it's green and black, so it's tough to put together. It's not like a simple little puzzle. Ooh. But you piece it together, and it makes this giant QR code. And you can scan the QR code with your phone and it, like a little lottery slot machine thing it'll go like, through the money prizes and you can win anywhere from $0.25 cents to $100,000.
1: I'm going to get one just because I'm so bored and I like a puzzle sounds fun and then if I win money, that sounds great too. Exactly. Oh
2: my
0: God. I love that. Wow. Thanks for the exclusive. I'm pretty basic.
2: <laughs> of course. That's so awesome. Yeah, we've actually – that's like he always is trying – people are always – asking for money or gifts or things because like that's just kind of like that's the role he's taken on and this is like a fun way we're always like how do we give all these people something and this was like you know just something fun that we could do Yeah. yeah
0: no I love how original that is and how that's just that's epic oh my god um well yeah thank you so much for doing this with us can't wait to like meet one day in real life when the pandemic is not you know here um and yeah what's your
2: Instagram um TikTok, tiktok anything else you want to yeah my instagram is at natalina noel and my tiktok is natalie mariduena i also have a second account natalie's closet if you want to like check out some fun fashion style stuff oh, yes style icon yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> well, awesome thank well thank you guys so much for listening to pretty basic don't forget to subscribe and we will talk to you guys next
1: week bye bye, bye. bye.